Welcome to the Arden Yoga and Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Kira Whitaker. Each week, we'll have thoughtful conversations about movement, mindset, nourishment, and even some lifestyle. So let's dive into this week's episode. All right, you guys, something very exciting. As many of you know, we spent most of 2023 building and enhancing our membership. It was a new offering that we created to support you in all of your health and wellness needs. And it's finished. We have it completely built out. We have countless courses in there. We have the entire therapeutic yoga library in there. So hours and hours and hours of on-demand therapeutic yoga videos for you. We have my signature health coaching course, Arden Activate in there, as well as a workbook that goes along with it. We also have health and wellness master classes that cover specific areas of health and wellness that are exclusive to member. So you can't get them anywhere outside of the membership. So here's what we've decided to do to better support you, make this membership as accessible as possible. The new price of the membership starting December 1st is $39.99 a month. You heard that right. So for less than $40, you get unlimited access to all of our courses inside of the membership. So go ahead Go to the show notes, click on the membership, join us today, and drastically change your health and wellness. Bye. All right, guys, welcome to episode two of the Arden Yoga and Wellness Podcast. Today, I wanted to talk a little bit about getting started on your wellness journey, whether it's your first time diving into a new wellness habit or health habit, or maybe you haven't done it in a while, but you're ready to jump back in, or maybe you've had a lot of successes before, but you have a bit of trouble creating lasting change. Like maybe you find it difficult to get some of your habits to stick the things we're going to talk about today are hopefully going to either give you some insight. Maybe it'll give you things to think about that you haven't thought about before. And I'm going to try to do it in a way that is short and sweet and isn't too much information at once. So this is a very, very green freshman level. We're just barely diving in. This is not a deep dive. If you want to go deeper in this, then that is when I would suggest to work with somebody like a health coach or depending on specifically what you're wanting to work on, a provider that specializes in that area. So let's get started. Today, we are talking about three tips to start your wellness journey. So these three things are what I suggest to clients. It is what I always, always start off with when I'm working with clients for health and wellness coaching. I also typically, and I don't really do this a lot anymore just because I haven't been taking new yoga therapy clients for a while, but 
if for some reason I am getting people, or I'm seeing someone new for that, I'll sprinkle in a little bit of this because it's just important to know. And it's also something when asked that I think can be really thought provoking. It can, it can get your wheels turning. It can get you curious. It can, it can be a catalyst for you to ask yourself some challenging questions that maybe you haven't had the opportunity to ask yourself before. So the first step that we're talking about today in the first step to get you started on your wellness journey is figuring out and finding your why. So many times people come to me and they say, Kira, I want to do this or I want to change this or I know I need to do this. And I always, when I'm working with somebody, start with why? Why? What was what was your reason for emailing me? What was your reason for reaching out? What what was the catalyst for you to take action today in this? And some people know, some people have something catastrophic or they receive a diagnosis from their doctor that scares them or some some information about their health that if they don't If they don't change it now, there could be long-term irreversible ramifications to that. But then I also have people that when I ask them that, they say a lot of shoulds. They say, well, I know I should be, or my doctor said I should, or my daughter said I should, or my wife said I should be a lot of shoulds, a lot of shoulds, okay? And a should to me does not... should verbiage, and you can ask some of my health coaching clients because I will go on a tangent if they come up in a session and are shooting my face off. Should can be very accusatory, and the word should can oftentimes rob us of our own autonomy when it comes to ideas and desires and wants around change. So in this first step, we're going to break down figuring out your why, okay? Why why are you wanting to change in the first place? So we're going to start with figuring out if your desire to make a change, regardless of what it is, and this doesn't even honestly have to be around health. This can be around your job. This can, health is so broad. I really, and I think I just had an idea for an episode. <laughs> we I want to challenge you to think about health and wellness, not just exercise and food. It's your sleep. It's your relationships. It's your stress levels. It's your community. It's your mind-body connection. It far surpasses just what you're taking in and the energy that you're putting out, okay? So we're going to think a little bit in the realms of your why, We're going to break it down into two different areas of motivation. And I always give this example because for me, I'm a visual learner and this just, this, it works for me, but there's two types of motivation that we're going to talk about today. There's intrinsic motivation and then there's extrinsic motivation. Intrinsic motivation is I'm doing it because I want to, because it matters to me. It holds value to me. It's is important. It resonates with that to me without having external pressures. That's intrinsic motivation. Extrinsic motivation 
involves engaging in a behavior because there's a reward incentive or because there's external pressure. Maybe there will be a sense of disappointment from people if you don't accomplish that. So those are your two types of motivation, okay? Intrinsic and extrinsic. I'm going to give you an example, and I don't know where I came up with this example. I'm sure I read it somewhere years ago, but it works. So let's say you love playing the piano. I don't play the piano, just so everybody knows. Side note, I don't play the piano, but if I did... Let's say you play the piano. An example of playing the piano for and because of an intrinsic motivation would be you play the piano because it brings you joy. When you play the piano, it it takes you to this world outside of yourself and you love it. You even on your busy days or busy seasons in life, you always find yourself gravitating back towards playing the piano. You do it and you get better at it because it just fosters and fuels that sense of enjoyment and peace. And you do it just for you. That's intrinsic motivation. I'm playing the piano because I just love it. An example of extrinsic motivation would be you started playing the piano when you were eight because your parents put you in the lessons. You never really loved it, but they paid a lot to get you in those recitals. You knew that they were going to be disappointed if you didn't do it. So you got better at it and you did it. You continued to do it because let's say you're an adult now and your parents bought you that really nice grand piano and it's in your front room. Do you go and play it on nights you're alone because you just love it? No. But at all the holidays, your mom and dad are like, oh my gosh, play that one song from that one recital. We all want to hear it. You know your grandmother loves it. Play it, play it, play it, play it now. That's an example of extrinsic motivation. You're doing it because there's external variables that are pressuring you and you don't want to let them down. So you're doing it because of something outside of yourself. Which person out of those two examples do you think is going to be the lifelong piano player? It's just going to do it on into their 90s. The first example or the second example? That is an example of your motivation. When you are establishing a new goal and deciding on a new behavior that you want to implement into your life, maybe it's running, maybe it's drinking more water, maybe it's finally going and seeing a therapist because you want to clean up some boundary issues you have. I don't know. You imagine it, name it, it's yours. Get really, really serious about figuring out and brainstorming around your type of motivation. Is it intrinsic or extrinsic? So that's your first thing that I want to to challenge you on is just to do that deep dive. The second tip and tool that I want to give you to get started on your wellness journey is establishing your strengths and your values. We're going to start with values. And this is... I don't know. I don't have a good metaphor for this, but this is something that comes up in every single coaching session I have because it's it's something that is so special and is so specific to you 
And if you don't have this thing right and tight, if you do not know your own strengths and values, it's very hard to gravitate back to those. It can also skew your vision as you move forward in your goal setting, in on your journey, you can start to take right and left turns that you didn't even know that you were taking if they don't align with your strengths and values and if you're not clear on those. So I'm going to explain what they are and then I'll give, maybe I'll give some examples of my own. So your values are what hold a certain level of importance to you. Okay, so what do you value in life? What do you value in the world? And those are different from for everyone. So many times I have clients and they'll say, well, of course, it's just because something holds value to me doesn't mean it holds value to you. For example, I'm a mother. If somebody doesn't have children, it doesn't mean that maybe they don't they don't acknowledge or respect my values but that might not be their own. So I, one of my values is is my family, is my husband and my children. I find that valuable and I find that that valuable in, in other people that I hold relationships with because it's something that's so sacred to me. If you're 19 and you're a freshman in college, that might not be a value of yours at this time. It doesn't mean that you don't respect mine, that you don't think it's important, but it might not be something that is going to intrinsically motivate you, okay, and keep you on that course when things get tough. So establishing your values, think of your values as your drivers, as your catalyst for your change, but also kind of your compass, right? Your your moral compass, And there's no right or wrong in values. Let me say this. Anything or examples that I give or personal examples that I give, they are merely that. They're examples. They are not the rule. There are no definitive rules in this game of health and wellness. You get to make them your own. You get to troubleshoot. And so don't ever feel this sense of pressure that yours are right or wrong. They're not. They're yours. And yours are great. So that is values, okay? So for me, I'll give some examples. And this, I'm not saying these are mine. I'm just riffing here. So I value family. I value hard work. I value honesty. I value integrity. Those are values that I have. Those are things that hold importance to me. And they're they're drivers for me when I'm making change or not even change, just how I carry out my day-to-day actions in my life. Strengths are, well, think of them like this. Your strengths are your personal gifts that you can apply in life. So your your strengths are your personal gifts and trades. Trades, I don't know if trades word or the right word for that, but your personal gifts, we'll say. And those can specifically be utilized to take action, okay? So for example, we'll say some strengths are organization, We'll say another strength is attention to detail. Um, Maybe you think of your strength as empathy. Those are things that you can apply and hopefully use at some point to help you in your successes when it comes to making change or even just getting started. Okay, so you've got your strengths and values. I typically will say like three to four, write them down. You know, just write them down. And sometimes those change. Sometimes as you're 
you know, you're moving down the line of your health and wellness journey, sometimes you discover new ones or sometimes they shift a little bit. So these are always fluid and they can always change and they can always hold different meaning as you grow and you learn. So the third tool and tip I'm going to give you today for to get started on your health and wellness journey, okay, or to restart is your vision. And this is the what's possible. A lot of times we get stuck in our current situation, in our current behaviors, in the current feedback that we've gotten from our actions. And we can start to almost have blinders on and it it becomes almost impossible for us to see what's possible, okay, or what could be next. So having a vision and being very, very permissive with that vision can be powerful. And what I mean by permissive is you don't have to have a plan. You don't have to know the how. You don't need to know how you're going to get there. Just create that vision. So maybe you say, what does a well-rested and less stressed version of me look like? What is he or she doing in 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 her, he, they, day to day that looks different than now? What do they act like? What do their mornings look like? What is what is the energy in my body like right now as I visualize that? Did my shoulders relax? Did my back teeth stop clenching together? So picturing what could life be like if you were able to implement the change that you want and then write that vision down. What do you see? How does it feel different? How does it look different? So getting really, really curious about the what is possible, but not getting caught up in the how to get there yet. Okay, so. These are my top three tips and tools to get you started on your wellness journey. I'm going to go back over them, just the titles. You can rewind this if you need to. The first thing we're going to do is we're going to find our why. Why are we wanting to get started? What has been the catalyst to prompt us to want to take action? Okay. The next thing is writing down and figuring out your strengths and values, because that's going to be your driver, okay? That's going to be what helps point you in the direction, your compass. It's also going to be the thing that helps assist you in taking action, okay? So establishing your strengths and values. The other thing, the last thing is creating a vision, not knowing how you're going to get to that vision, or even if that vision is going to hold steady, it might change along the way, but Getting really, really curious about that. What is possible for me? What is out there? What could life look like if I was able to implement all of the change that I want to make and also sustain it in a healthy way? If you want a little bit more of this in the show notes, there is a link to a free guide to kickstart your health and wellness. And it's a little bit more interactive. It's got some, it's got more questions. And then it's also got some journal prompts. So you can download that. You can fill it out, refer back to it, sit with it for a bit. 
And I think that's all for today. I hope that today was something that gave you information, but also tools that felt actionable and tangible. That's my goal for a lot of our time together is to feel like the things that I talk about with you can be things that are applicable to your everyday life. Let me know how it goes. Reach out on social media if you have any questions and I will see you next week. Have a great day. Did you know that as a listener of the Art and Yoga and Wellness podcast, you get 15% off of any of our programs and courses? Yes, any of them. Look down at today's show notes. You'll see the discount code for listeners. You can apply that at checkout and get 15% off. All right, you guys, that's a wrap for another episode of the Arden Yoga and Wellness Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Your support means the world to me. If you would be so kind as to rate and review the podcast on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on today, it would be really, really appreciated. It helps other people find out about the podcast. It helps us continue to grow. If you would also take a screenshot of today's podcast on your phone, share it on your social media, tag us, we'll share it. That's another way that you can help support the podcast and help more people find out about all of the conversations that we're having around health and wellness. So until next time, I will see you on the next episode of the Arden Yoga and Wellness Podcast. Bye guys.